Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's your biggest vacation disaster? I heard you might have had one. Mine just happened. I spent 24 hours in the Dallas airport over the weekend sleeping in a California pizza kitchen in a booth because it was softer than a chair. That sounds terrible. So last week I was on vacation. I am fully vaccinated along with my husband. And so we flew across the country to go see my mom because I hadn't seen her in 16 months. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to give her a hug. It's been a very long pandemic. Yeah, and you deserve it. And it was a great week. And we go to the airport to fly back this weekend. And our first flight, because they live in Charlotte, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. was delayed, delayed. Finally, we end up landing in Dallas because that's our layover. Right. By the time we got there, it was 1030 at night. Everything had already shut down. We were running, trying to make it to our next flight. And when we got there, there were just tons of people. And uh, they let us know that flight was delayed. Ugh. And then it got delayed. And the area that we were in, you know, it's the same airline. So you kept hearing over the loudspeaker, I'm sorry, this flight has been canceled. Please see us for a hotel voucher. Next flight, I'm sorry, this flight has been canceled. And I jokingly turned to my husband, Boo Bear, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, they're saving us for last. Yeah. It turns out that they were. (laughs) And our flight got canceled. And by the time they got to us, there were no more hotel vouchers because they had filled all the hotels near the airport. And this is where we enter the California Pizza Kitchen. Yes. So I didn't realize this because I've never flown so late at night. Mm -hmm. Everything shuts down. Yeah, it's like the mall. Even the little tram that goes from the areas to areas, there was one 7-Eleven open and it was all the way at the other side of the airport and we had to walk it. At 2 o'clock in the morning, I hit 17,000 steps by 3 a.m. on Sunday morning. Congratulations. So we went all the way there because there had been so many flights that were canceled. There were no toothbrushes toothpaste, pillows, blankets, nothing. Ugh. I got me a Lunchable. I got my son a Lunchable and we headed back to the area where our plane would be the next day or I guess the same day. Yeah. We couldn't find anywhere to sleep. We saw a California pizza kitchen. I think we might have been breaking some rolls because we walked over the little <laughs> rope that shows that it's closed. Yes. But there was nowhere else to snuggle up. There were no pillows. We made a decision and it. it I stand by it. Yeah. No, congratulations. That's MacGyver 101. I got maybe 17 minutes of sleep. My husband husband got zero because he was watching me and our son who got maybe an hour and a half. Ugh. Long story short, we were able to get the first flight out at like 11.50 in the morning. Like a day and a half later. Which the airline's very confused because last night they kept waking me up with text messages because they thought I was supposed to be on the flight last night. Uh. That apparently also got delayed to 2 a.m. this morning. So <laughs> sorry to everybody flying from Dallas to Portland yesterday. Uh, but I made it, but it was just a brutal. Yeah, it's Sounds terrible. My feet are so swollen that I'm wearing Crocs today, not only as a fashion statement, but also because my other shoes I couldn't get on. Yeah, that well, that makes your story even more tragic. I had to wear a bra for more than 24 hours, Mike. So what's your vacation disaster? Story 503-733-5105. So we went on a bachelorette girl trip to Mexico. And on the very last night, before our flights the next morning, everyone was like, oh, let's go out. And I was like, no, we go out. And somehow a 
fight erupts among the girls. I still to this day don't know how it happened. And while that's happening, some guys that we met while we're down there got into a fight with another guy that was at the club. He swung and hit one of the guys. He missed and hit one of the girls and gave her a concussion and the worst black eye ever. And she had to fly back to America like that. Whoa. You know, that's why you just can't party the night before a flight. Mm-mm. No, you're not supposed to at all. Still to this day, we cannot figure out how the argument started. That's the thing. Sometimes when you get alcohol involved, there's travel. Everybody's a little stressed out. The next thing you know, yeah. things just erupt. It just happens. And it's just nuts. And luckily, I'm just glad we all made it up in time to go to our flight. And that poor girl had to stay up the entire night and she had a concussion. She couldn't go to sleep. And then had to stay up the entire time on the plane. Yeah, because you can't go to sleep after you've had a concussion. You just got to wander the halls like a Roomba. <laughs> no. What's your vacation disaster story? Mine took place this past weekend when my flight got delayed and then canceled, and I spent 24 hours in the same clothes and bra in the Dallas airport. At least you weren't in Sheboygan. So my daughter and I decided to go up to a pirate festival in Washington on the peninsula, and it was just her and I. She was like 10, and I was a little nervous already just going without my husband or any other support. I was like, okay, so we got a mattress that you can blow up and put in the back of your car. No problem. So it's like 9 o'clock at night, 9.45. We're setting up to go to sleep. And I'm out back blowing it up and my purse is in the front seat with the keys. And she decides to jump out and help me and her foot hit the lock button and then she slammed the door. And so we had absolutely no way to get in the car. It's pitch black campsite. The dudes next to us are like drunk and singing, let it go over and over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) We had to find our way in the dark to like the, the little shack where the person is supposed to be there. There was nobody there, but there was like a manual phone. So we called. He's like, yeah, I'm in the town drinking. I'll be there in like 45 minutes. So we wait for him. And then we find out that the only locksmith is all the way in Seattle, over an hour away. So we have to wait for him to come. And he's like, since I had to drive so far, I'm going to charge you some obscene amount. So we handed over all the cash we had because, of course, he wouldn't take cards. And then by this time, the drunk dudes are singing really great launchy songs. And so I'm like, nope, we're two. We're a girl and a woman. And nope, we're leaving. So we decided to just go sleep in a parking lot which was really uncomfortable. I didn't sleep because I was, like, too scared to sleep at that point, and it was just awful. Yeah. All this just because you're a pirate enthusiast. Like... <laughs> well, it's... Well, I'm actually a mermaid, and we were working it dressed up as mermaids. But oh. <laughs> yeah, see, if you weren't working, I would have just turned around and been like, that's it. It's time to go home. I'm I done. I would have just broke the window, sucked it up, and drove home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my mother's car, so I didn't want to break oh. the window and tick off my mom. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that wrath. Mm-hmm. What's your vacation disaster story? I think it was 2008. We went down to Costa Rica, and our car got broken into, and our passports got stolen in a foreign country. Oh, my what? gosh. What do you do? I know that they always are like, find the U.S. Embassy. Is that like a thing or or how do you handle it? That's literally exactly what happened. So we had to go find the U.S. Embassy, which was, I think it was about two and a half to three hours away. And um, so we were in a rental car. They picked the locks of the rental car and we drove all the way back to San Jose, which is the capital and where the American Embassy is and got new passports with no identification. Did you make it back to America like on your original flight or how long did does it take the embassy? Like, can they just they print just, passports? Yeah. Can, do they have a magic printer that just knows what to do? Like, how does this work? The complicated part wasn't leaving Costa Rica. It was getting back to America because there's no port of entry stamp in Costa Rica. So they couldn't understand how we got there. Oh. oh. 
And America was like super strict about, well, that doesn't actually work. And we're like, well, I don't know what else you want us to tell you because this is a legitimate story. Yikes. Well, I'm glad you yeah. made it back. Yeah. <laughs> made it back on stage. However, we have some good stories about it. I'm glad you're here in America with us on Flag Day, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> How patriotic. What's your vacation disaster story? A few years ago, I was flying from Portland to Melbourne, Australia, and our Portland flight took off late, which meant we missed every connecting flight. Oh. So um, there, there were no more flights flying directly to Melbourne, so we had to fly into Sydney. That wasn't terrible, but on the way back, we all got on the plane, and they determined that, and we sat there on the tarmac for 45 minutes, and then they determined that it was too hot for the plane to take off. <laughs> so we had to all get off of the plane. And they said, oh, we'll have somebody out there who will show you which shuttle to get on to go to the hotel that we're going to put you up in for the night. There wasn't. So we finally figure out which hotel we're going to. And they told us they were going to pick us up at 4 o'clock in the morning the next day to take us back to the airport. So the whole plane checks out of the hotel. We're waiting in the lobby. So we had to sit in the hotel lobby with all of our luggage for two and a half hours. It was a challenge. I didn't know that planes couldn't take off if it was too hot. That's terrifying. (laughs) I didn't either. I mean, there are countries, I mean, it was only 105. I mean, not that that's- I feel like that's your typical day in Australia. Right? With the Chris Hemsworth walking around. It's always steamy and hot out there. Yeah. What's your vacation disaster story? We got to the airport and got all checked in for our flight in the morning and we're sitting there waiting to board and they kept coming over saying, you know, they're working on something and it's just going to be a little longer. And uh, finally, about the time that we were supposed to be almost taking off, they're like, we're sorry, this plane's going to be grounded and it's not leaving today. There was another plane coming in late that night at around 11 and to be back at the airport and they would get us on that plane We go back to the airport at 9 o'clock. It's pitch black. There's no one there, no one at the check-in desk. So we go and check the uh, departures board, and our flight is still on there. And we get back on their website because, again, no one is there. And they updated it finally that we needed to come back. Our flight was leaving at 3 a.m. This past weekend, I got stuck in Dallas for 24 hours, and it's because my flight got canceled. And they kept saying that there was issues with the plane. But one of the people at the little check-in area, like, let me know. They're Mm -hmm. like, there's not an issue with the plane. The pilot's just not here. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Right? I was like, all these years, have you just been lying to me and you've been trying to find a pilot and you've just been making me think the tires are broken like what is this you know honestly i'd rather have the airlines do that and tell us the pilot isn't there i don't want to know i'm getting on a faulty plane Uh, yeah i would rather know hey we had a scheduling issue (laughs) and we actually bumped your pilot he's going to boise right now he got wasted last night and we couldn't get him up this morning (laughs) somehow that seems less devastating What's your vacation disaster story? Mine is obviously that I spent the weekend in the Dallas airport because my flight got canceled. We put it on social media, 105.1 The Buzz. And just go and read these. Tons of people who had flights that were canceled like mine. We had a kidney stone for somebody in Sacramento. Somebody traveled to Kentucky, got the wrong hotel room key and walked in on a gentleman. Just bask in other people's misery. Listen, Mike, in the morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.